Welcome back to the Clarify and Amplify podcast. We are continuing the conversation with Lindy, picking up right where we left, talking about how the doubts and fears both affect us and then what we can do to move out of those doubts and fears around our God-given mission and actually take the action to clarify and amplify our God-given mission. This is such a powerful conversation and one that is so important. I think this second half is going to be the thing that you are going to re-listen to again and again. It will not get old. I learned in myself that one way I will like buffer or like try to like avoid the feelings of like doubt or being unsure about something is I will like work more Mm -hmm. or I will like try to add more value to my offer. Yeah. Instead of actually addressing like the root thoughts behind what's causing that, like, you know, maybe I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm afraid people are going to think that my, you know, offer is like, like it costs too much or, And so therefore I'm like, okay, well, instead of actually dealing with that whole mind drama, mm-hmm. I'm going to go add on this other thing instead. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm thinking about network marketing. Like when, when you're like, okay, well I have to have a $25 off discount code or I have to have to provide this incentive or else no one's going to join. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not true. Like your, your products are valuable and what you're selling is valuable to the right person. And so, Mm -hmm. um, so we say, Hmm, how curious that I don't want to sell unless I have a sale Mm -hmm. or an incentive. Yeah. So what if you decided that your offer, what your thing, that it was enough, that you were enough, right. That like you brought enough because like, you know, I think especially in like well, I mean, in, in any business, right. But like you, by you leaning into your passions, yeah. like you are going to serve those people and give them so much value. Yeah. And that is enough. Yeah. Like when your heart is in that place and you are running your business from that place, mm-hmm. the things that you do and the way that you care for people. And I mean, the way that you're just like yeah. a light for the people of this world. Yeah. Looks so different that like, you don't need a $25 thing. You don't need to add on this segment to your offer so that you're like, okay, well now I feel worthy of charging this much because I have this thing. Yeah. What if you decide you were enough already because you're exactly Mm -hmm. where God's called, you know? Yeah. And I think it comes down to, are we going to just be adding more value or are we going to actually build the value around our product and show people build our own belief around our offer, build our own belief around ourselves, and ultimately build our own belief around God. Because if we know that God is powerful and good and, and trustworthy, if we know that God gives us a mission, then we can trust that we are safe in his trustworthy hands. We know that he is caring for us in a good way and that he, he like believes that you're a masterpiece. And so we can, we can then, um, 
We can then believe in our God-given offers, in the mm-hmm. mission and the calling that he has given us. And and I think it's like this step stepwise building belief, building value. In our first we have to build our belief in our own hearts. Then we build value for other people and we don't have to we no longer have to simply add value we can really build up the value and um so lindy i want to i want to ask you because i feel like you have such strong belief in your offers like how has god built that that belief in in what you're doing over time or even i want to i want to ask how did he build a belief before when you first launched when you launched in January so I think that I think like at that point like I had like he had been like gracious enough to me to like give me glimpses of how like I knew like beyond the shadow of a doubt I was like I am supposed to be coaching women and he had been kind of like I think I mean he's been developing that in me for like a super long time yeah. Years and years and years and years. Like I can look back through my life and see like lots of ways where I've like, you know, gotten to like mentor and like yeah. work with and like coach people one-on-one. Yeah. And so it was like, once I finally realized it, I was like, I just knew. And I think mm-hmm. I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I just really don't even I mean, like when I launched the first time, I was not even worried about like the the whole thing, like failing and flopping was not even in my mind. Yeah. I mean, that's not only Jesus thing, because looking back, I'm like, you should have been scared out of your mind. I literally decided to like on a Monday, I'm like, I'm, or yeah, I don't know if it was Monday, but like same kind of like timeframe. I'm like on a Monday that I'm like, you know what? I'm supposed to be doing this right now. I'm like launching on Thursday. Yeah. And like the spots filled like immediately. And I mean, but that when you, I I think it's just finally getting to a place where like, you know what, like I'm, I'm done, like letting other people gauge whether or not I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm doing enough. I'm successful or not successful. Like I had swung on that pendulum for a super long time Mm -hmm. and it's exhausting and it's not sustainable. Yeah. So I, I'm hearing that God was gracious to you and gave you glimpses over the past. And so, and I, and I know that God is gracious, like Lindy, although you're amazing, you are not a unicorn. (laughs) You are, you are like, you are one of 7 billion, 8 billion, however many people in this world, masterpieces that God has called a masterpiece. And he Mm -hmm has prepared those works for you and he has prepared the good works for you. And so in advance, it also said in Ephesians 2, 10 says it's prepared the good works for you in advance. And so he's already doing the preparing long before you step into those good works, long before you start to walk farther in that path. And so I think that it's really powerful when you turn around and you look back, you don't take a step back, you look back and you see how God has worked over your past and how has he, like, what skills has he given you? What passions did you have? Like as a kid, as an adolescent in your life, like as 
before you became a mom, as, as you a new mom, where are your past wins? Like, what have you like, what has been a super huge win? What skills has he developed in you? And I think when we take a step, when we look back, we can see that he's already done so much in our lives and he's already, we already have so much experience. We have so much value to offer that we don't have to add on any more value than what we already bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that you said, you're like, you know, you're like, you're not a, spe- you're not a unicorn. And like my coach says, she's always like, I'm not a special snowflake. Yeah. And <laughs> like, and I, I think that that does need to be said because there are people that are going to listen to this. And I would actually say there's probably more people that are going to listen to this and think this than I'm ready to go walk out my calling. Yeah. Right. Most people are going to listen yeah. to this and they're going to go, well, that's great for her. That's great for yeah. them. But yeah. I don't think that I have that. Yeah. Shame and fear and doubt. Yes. Like to that, I would say like that, like, like, I just want to speak over you. Like that is not truth, Mm -hmm. right? Like that, that is not truth. Like you were given a purpose, like in your mother's womb, before you even took one breath of air on this earth, like that purpose was given to you. And so Mm -hmm. you have it. Yeah. Like there, like there is no finding it. There's there's no, 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 like you have it. And so like, I would pray over like God, just like revealing to you Mm -hmm. and showing you what that is and helping like to just let you see just like little glimpses that will help build that truth in that, in that belief that like you, like there is something you are supposed to be doing very specifically that only you can carry out in this season. Yeah. Like you are here for a purpose on purpose. Nothing is by accident. Even if you're walking through like the hardest season of your life, like beautiful things are going to come out of this season. And so, but you, I mean, like, I just, I want, even if you need to, you may need to like re-listen to this episode and look at it through that lens and just, and just sit there and just be willing to be like open and receive all the things and like allow everything we've said to just be spoken over you Mm -hmm. as truth. Read Psalm 139. Like, I mean, just, and, and, and reach out to those people in your life that you are close to and be like, Hey, can you like, what are some gifts that you see in me? Mm-hmm. What are, what are, you know, like allow people to speak that over you and receive yeah. it, receive it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Receive the good things that God is trying to give you through the hands of other people. Mm-hmm. When we, when we refuse to take the gifts that God has given us. And we're like, we, it's like, it's like a birthday gift that is wrapped up and you just put it away and you're like, you never open it. You never like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking I got, I got a camera one year for mother's day, right after Brooks was born and or right before Brooks was born. And what if I had never taken that camera out of the box and never use it and never got to see, never got those, the value, the fruit, those beautiful pictures from using this camera. And I think there's, so is your gift still in the box, still wrapped up? Do you need to unwrap it? Kind of see, like, maybe you need to pull out a user manual. Maybe you need to ask, ask a friend who, um, who has gone through this like process of like, okay, 
I need a little help, a little guidance. What, what, uh, what settings do you like to put your camera on? Like what tools have you used and, and kind of like, just explore your gift almost like be okay with experimenting with it. Mm-hmm. I don't think God, I think, I think, I don't think God minds when we use our gifts in multiple ways. <laughs> I think like Lindy said, she, she launched her coaching program a year after her, uh, initial call to, to coach. And I think that there, there's this thought that's been kind of stirring in my head the last couple of days. There's work to be done where you're at. There's work to be done where you're at. There's often a way that you can use your passions, use your gifts where you're currently planted. Mm-hmm. And, and we almost, we almost have to, I think we have to take those small beginnings. And even if we're coaching our three kids at home, even if we're starting there, teaching them, stepping into those small beginnings, like God does not despise the small beginnings. And so they're, they're often the place of preparation. Like when David was a shepherd in the field, he was being prepared to fight Goliath one, like his experience as a shepherd battling bears and lions. And I think I know lions. I don't know about bears. Are there bears in Israel? I don't know. I, there are probably some other animals too. There's probably, probably other things that yes. yeah, want to eat your Big, scary sheep things. and you. Yeah. Yeah. And so he had that experience of that. He had the experience of gently leading a flock of sheep before he gently led the kingdom of Israel. And so like, if he would have despised that job, which it the job of the shepherd was given to the youngest child, the youngest boy, because it was a, it was a, a, like, it wasn't, it was a despised upon job. And if he would have despised that job, he wouldn't have used it. He wouldn't have taken full advantage of that preparation stage. And so I want to challenge you, like, where are you at right now that might be your preparation stage? And are you in some way despising that preparation stage? And I have like goosebumps all over because I, motherhood is hard for me. Like motherhood is harder for me than working. Like I would much rather be on a podcast call than trying to get my kids to eat their vegetables <laughs> or, <that>. or, yeah. <laughs> or, or whatever. And so, but I, I, and so sometimes there's that like desire to despise it, to despise this mothering and like, and say, well, maybe in the next season, like if, when they're older, when they're this, I'll have more time to devote to work and I'll be a happier mom. Or when I, uh, when they're not like needing diapers anymore, then I'll have a little more freedom to step into my calling. And, 
and we're despising it. And we're saying like, we can't, God, we can't use our gifts now. We have to wait till later. Um, and yeah, so I've, I've been wrestling through that question of like, how do we use, or can we use our passions in our current planting? And I think the answer is a resounding yes. Yeah. I love that you like use the word preparation because I do think he uses like for sure, like our current season, but oftentimes like those super hard seasons yeah, to prepare us for the thing that is coming next. Yeah. And so there was a mama that I coached that she had a sweet baby that was like nursing every, like, I don't even like hour. I mean, like some ungodly deal for like months and months and months. Like this poor mom was like so exhausted. Yeah. I mean, she basically gotten like to the end of herself. Right. Yes. Yes. And so she finally decided like one day, like we were on a call and she like, kind of like had this switch and she's like, you know what? I've just decided that I'm just going to start praying over all of my kids. Like while I'm like nursing this baby and I'll just like take turns. Like I'll pray for this one this time and this one, this other time. And cause she has like these huge dreams and like all these things that she wants to do. And she's like, I'm going to pray over that. And like, but she figured out how to like use that, Mm -hmm. that thing that was like, yeah so hard and like such like a thorn in her side at the time. Right. And use it. Yeah. Like allow God to like, I mean, it being like, Hey, like I'm like this thing right here, like this is going to help prepare me for the next season. And so that preparation stage, like how, like, what is it right now? Like in this season that God is using. Yeah. That value, like the legacy of intimacy with God that she's building right there. Like how powerful is that? And not to mention like her other kids witnessing this, right? Yes. You know? And so, yes. yeah. Yeah. Incredible. So powerful. Like you, yeah. So good. Okay. I feel like we could carry on this conversation forever. <laughs> we could keep them here for hours. Yes. For like actual hours. They could fold all the laundry, unload the dishwasher, deep clean yes. the house. Okay. I have two, la- well, three last questions. Okay. So the first one, what? skills are you learning right now? Cause I like to talk about heart, mind, soul, and strength. And we've, we've talked heart, mind, soul. Now I want to talk about strength. What skills are you learning right now? This one actually probably ties into like multiple things you just mentioned, but like yeah. for me, I feel like I have this like reoccurring of like learning yeah. like rest. Yes. Because my natural tendency is yeah. not to rest. It is to run. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, it's this constant, like learning to just like pull back and be like, nope, like this is enough. And like, yeah. So that is like a, yeah, always, always learning that skill. So good. I am, I've been in Psalm 23 for a week and a half and it's like, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you up to God? Because you're teaching me something about rest and clearly more than just one person. And I think it's probably a message for multiple people because of the, the, where we are in where we are at in this world of two years of divisiveness of pandemic of craziness. Like there, this is the time when we need that rest. And so I think I've heard, I've heard a lot of people speaking around rest lately. So it's, that's good so good. Okay. How do we work with you and where can we find you? Okay. So you can find me on Instagram. 
um, lindy.goodman. I'm sure Annie will put it in the show notes, but yes. go find me there. Um, you can always DM me too, like with yeah. just questions or like, and I mean, I'm an open book basically. Yeah. So, um, find me there and then how can you work with me? So I'm getting ready to launch some coaching spots for the fall. And so I'm taking some maternity rest this summer. Um, but for sure, go follow me on Instagram because I will be pouring content into there all summer long. Yes. Um, but those coaching spots are going to open up and fill really, really quickly. So they actually mm-hmm. open May the 23rd and to, get a spot. What you need to do is you need, Annie's going to give you guys a link to my wait list. Yep. And basically my wait list is a glorified email list, but it helps me like, make sure that yes. I can contact you and notify you as soon as spots open. So you're going to click there, hop on that. You will get an email with an application form, fill that out because this is like insider tip that no, not many people know that shoots you to the very top of my wait list. And so, and then like, so you can go ahead and do that piece. And then on the 23rd, like the minute spots open, like you will be the first people that I contact and then we'll start in September, but it'll be so fun. Just begin that conversation with you over the summer. Yes. So good. I've been working with Lindy for 12 weeks and highly recommend that you click on that wait list link, uh, get, and then once you get your email to start filling out out that application. And even if you don't plan on getting coached this, this round, fill out your application now. Um, because the next spots won't be open until January. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so get on that wait list. And even, even if you're not planning on it, like thinking through the questions that Lindy asks in her application are just like so powerful. Um, she has a really, really unique and powerful way of helping you to kind of see the things that were, that are already there. And so, um, so I, I challenge you to go fill out the application, um, and, and just consider it. Um, and then, yeah. yeah and don't let the application like freak you out. It's not going to be like, Oh, rejected. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it really just gives me a, like a really good idea of how I can best serve you. Yeah. 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 Has good questions about like where you're at now and where do you want to go? Um, so yeah, I think that's all I have for you. Um, I feel like we should do another one of these because I feel like we could talk forever. Maybe we'll have to do an Instagram live or something. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about it. Okay. Thank Um, you so much, Annie. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you guys all for listening to this conversation with Lindy. Um, I know that it's going to be so powerful um, for you. And if you were feeling that fear, shame, and doubt, I want to challenge you to re-listen to it and just take in, I'm going to read three phrases, three thoughts that I want you to believe. By God's grace, I am called masterpiece. Because God prepares, I walk in good works. Because God provides, I am safe to walk only in my good works. Let those three thoughts just flow over you and take them, write them down, put them on a sticky note and stick them where you can see them. And let those thoughts 
remind you that you do have good works, that God has prepared good works for you, and that you can walk in them, and that you can not only walk in them later, but you can walk in them right now. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.